Curry with the shot, Ben cooking with the sauce, Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 181 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, Henry Guy, Mike Curry, and I'm back here another episode, man. If you missed last week's episode, episode number 180, not even last week's episode, it was a couple of days ago, actually, earlier in the week, I recorded with my guy, Jalen Hunter, host of the Unpopular Podcast. It's been a minute since I chopped it up with my guy, Jay, and we discuss NBA, NBA's favorite sport, but he does a podcast. He talks about all sports, but NBA is by far his favorite, and we had a good conversation, man. We discussed... You know, the, the, the good teams, the, the upper echelon teams in the NBA, the most interesting teams in the NBA. And we also talked about the biggest storylines, man. We talked for about an hour and 20 minutes, and it was just good catching up with them and rapping with them and talking some basketball, man. And it's an exciting time, guys, because we have football going on. We have basketball going on. WNBA just ended. And I didn't even I didn't even shout out the Chicago Sky, but I wanted to. Uh, shout out to the whole mob, Candace Parker. Um Kalia Copper, um, Azra Stevens, um, Allie Quigley, Courtney Vandersloot. I, I never even shouted them out the other day. I meant to, but I totally forgot. But WNBA just wrapped up. Um, MLB playoffs is in full effect. The Astros just punched their ticket to the World Series, defeated the Boston Red Sox. I am happy about that. <laughs> this is an exciting time. Football, basketball, NBA. You also got football. I'm sorry. Football, baseball, basketball also hockey just started back up i'm not really a huge hockey guy but that started back up so there's a lot going on man and it's, it's really beautiful to see all the different sports going on october i always say this i'm a january baby i'm born in january but october is one of my favorite months and i personally think it's one of the best months you know hoodie season halloween you got high school football on friday nights college football on saturdays nfl on sundays and then you got basketball creeping up. Then you got uh, college basketball coming. So it's just a lot of beautiful stuff, man. And I just I just love it, man. Baseball is winding now. It's just a lot of stuff. A lot of action going on. You know, literally, there's something to watch every night of the week now. So it's great. But I wanted to come in here and briefly, briefly recap week six. And especially because I actually went to an NFL game during week six. And then, of course, predict the games for week seven. And it's honestly a tough week for me to do that. And we got to do um, talk a little early NBA, man. The first week is pretty much over. So I wanted to talk about that. And let's do it. So last week on predicting games, I went 12 and two on my picks. The only games I got wrong were the Lions to beat the Bengals and... What was the other one? Oh, I had the Browns beating the Cardinals. And that seems like so long ago. So that's why we're just going to briefly, briefly recap it. So here we go. Last Thursday night, I talked about it briefly. We had the Buccaneers, Eagles, and Bucks got it done. <laughs> so it feels like forever since they played. They won 28-22. Let's get into the Sunday slate. Chiefs and Washington football team. I was actually at this game. Uh, Sean Taylor got his number retired. Um, they also basically introduced Sean Taylor Road, which used to be Redskins Way, uh, which is the road leading right up to FedEx Field. And it was cool. It was good to see. But the actual game itself, the Washington football team were competing. They were up 13 to 10 and a half. I thought, you know, at the time, there, and I was actually mad because I had a best bet on the Chiefs first half minus four. And they were 
by all accounts, supposed to cover that. They were doing some uncharacteristic things. There were some unsustainable things that occurred in that game. Patrick Mahomes threw an interception that bounced right off the hands of Tyreek Hill. So it wasn't on Mahomes, but it was just weird. We also had a fumble. I believe it was Byron Pringle that fumbled. I'm not really, I don't even remember. But somebody fumbled on the Chiefs as they were driving down the field. Excuse me. And it was just... The first half, it was it was like the Chiefs were playing around with them because on the Chiefs opening drive, they went 95 yards down the field in like one minute. So like, I just felt like they were playing around with them. They ended up getting this done, 31 to 13. That was the final score. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Levon Mahomes, the second, threw a couple of touchdowns, passed for 397 yards. They they said the only tribute to Sean Taylor was the Chiefs scoring 21 points in the second half. Ouch. <laughs> he hooked up with Travis Kelsey numerous times and also hooked up with Tyreek Hill a couple of times. Tyreek Hill ended up scoring. And Daryl Williams, the running back who got the start, he scored two touchdowns in this game. Next game, well, actually the first game of the day would have been the Dolphins and Jaguars in London. Jacksonville Jaguars got their first win of the season. Their first win in a very long time. 20-20 was the final score. We had the Packers and the Bears. We had Aaron Rodgers telling fans in, in Chicago that he owns them. But he said he said that because a fan flicked them off, so I can't even knock him. Final score was 24-14. Next game, we had the Bengals taking on the Lions. 34-11 was the final score. The Lions just got absolutely ransacked and throttled. <laughs> Joe Burrow had three touchdowns in this game. Hooking up with Joe Mixon, number one targets, my guy. That's, if you know, you know. CJ Zama had a touchdown. Chris Evans had a touchdown. Bengals are rolling, man, but I don't know how long they will continue to roll. Next game, Colts and Texans. Nothing too much to talk about here. 31-3 was the final score. Colts throttled these guys. Next game, Ravens, Chargers. Another game where it's not much to talk about. The Chargers travel east, but their game and their talent did not. They got throttled. They got absolutely destroyed by the Ravens. 34-6 was the final score. Nothing too much to talk about. Cardinals-Browns, final score in this one was 37-14. Again, nothing too much to talk about. Don't know what to say. <laughs> but don't know what to say, man. But Baker Mayfield, you're not that guy, pal. You're just not. Um, Next game, Raiders-Broncos. In situations and spots like this, I like to bet on... And I, I, I didn't even put anything on the Raiders, but I like to mess with teams that fire their coach. It, the game after they fire, there's usually a shot of adrenaline throughout the team, especially if the coach was bad or if he was just like a dark cloud over the team. We don't know about the John Gruden stuff, the racist comments, the, um, the anti-gay comments. We all know about that stuff. And that's why I wanted to... That's why I picked the Raiders to win this game, just simply because of that stuff, because it's like a sigh of relief. It's like, okay... Well, shit, let's go ball. It's just like that. You know what I'm saying? So Raiders ended up getting this one done 34 to 24. But this game was really, really not close to the score indicated. Next game, Cowboys Patriots. We had an overtime thriller. It's a really, really nice game to watch, man. I, I thought the Cowboys were going to lose for a second. Um, Cowboys looking good. They're an ATS juggernaut, which is against the spread juggernaut. 6-0 against the spread this season so far. And they've been rolling. And in this particular game, they won in overtime. Uh, shout out to CeeDee Lamb, who was absolutely balling in this game. And I don't even want to say go Cowboys, but go Cowboys. <laughs> they got it done 30 
25 to 29 overtime. And the Sunday night cap, we had the Pittsburgh Steelers take it on the Seattle Seahawks. Steelers got it done 23 to 20 in overtime. We had a couple of overtime thrillers, man. So instant to see, instant to see. But yeah. Um, let's move on. We had the Monday Nighter. Monday Night Football. I picked this game correctly. I don't know why. I just felt like the Bills were due for a loss. And that's the sole reason I picked these guys. I just felt like the Bills were due for a loss. And I knew if the Titans wanted to win, they were going to have to be able to get Derrick Henry going. And they did just that. In this game, he had a huge 76-yard touchdown run. He, he did not look fast. But, God, that guy is fast. He is fast, bro, and he's already a huge guy, and nobody wants to tackle him. So, <laughs> like, what can you really do? What, what, what can you really do? But uh, Derrick Henry, he looked impressive, and the Titans just seemed to, like, ride that horse. They just seemed to ride that horse and got the play action going. A.J. Brown had seven catches for 91 yards. Julio had a few catches. And when they're able to run play action, they're pretty tough to beat. Um, all four touchdowns by the Titans were all rushing touchdowns. Derrick Henry with a hat trick and Ryan Tannehill with one. Let's move on to this week. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. This is either going to be a really good week or a really bad week picking games. And I don't know. I just, I just don't know. I, I just don't freaking know. Like, I don't know how it's going to go. But I'm going to just go and I'm going to just have some optimism. I'm going to just have some optimism. So Sunday slate, we got the Falcons taking on the Dolphins. I really don't know who to pick, but I just feel like, again, this is another one of those games where the Falcons, they rack up and they stack up some wins. And... You know, they routinely finish, you know, seven and whatever and eight and whatever. And these are one of these wins that they stack up. So I'm going to take the Atlanta Falcons here to beat the Miami Dolphins. Next game, Panthers Giants. I'm kind of. I'm kind of having a seesaw with this game, bro. I don't. I've been going back and I was thinking about this last night. I was like, I think the Giants can win. But it's contingent on if they have some guys active. We may get Saquon active. We may get Sterling Shepard active. Um, Darius Slayton. I know Kadarius Tony's already been ruled out, but I don't. I don't know. Um, for the sake of argument, though, I really think that the, the, the Giants can win. I'm going to take the Giants. I'm going to take the Giants, I think. <laughs> Next game, and they're kind of due for one anyway. Next game, we have the Ravens hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. I think this is a particular game where the Bengals are going to meet their match. I know they've been having great success early. They beat the Steelers. They beat the Lions. They beat, I feel like they beat the Jaguars. I feel like they beat another quality team. But I just feel like they beat the Vikings. That's a quality win. But I just feel like they're going to meet their match. So, this week, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Ravens to defeat the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to take the Ravens at home. They've been chilling at the crib for a while, and 
I expect these guys to win and get it done. So we're going with the Baltimore Ravens. Next game, Chiefs-Titans. Another game we're kind of going back and forth with. I'll take Kansas City, though. Titans pass defense is banged up. I know the Chiefs aren't really, really good at stopping the run. But at some point, Ryan Tannehill is going to have to put that ball in the air. And I just think they're not going to outscore the Chiefs. So I got the Chiefs winning this one. Next game, Patriots-Jets. Simple for me. I'm going to take Bill Belichick over a rookie coach and a rookie QB to get it done. Remember the last time they played the Jets, they smacked those guys around. I'm going to take the Patriots to win. Next game, Packers-Washington football team. I think Washington football team is actually going to keep this one close, but... At the end of the day, it's going to come down to Heineke, Aaron Rodgers. I got to rock with Aaron Rodgers in this one. And I got to take the Packers at home at Lambeau. Next game, Rams, Lions. Give me the Rams. Uh, these are both quarterbacks taking on their former teams. Matthew Stafford taking on the Detroit Lions. Jared Goff taking on the Rams. Jared Goff is from California. Should be a little interesting. But I got the Rams. I think he's going to throw an interception to Jalen Ramsey. No pun intended. Next game, Eagles, Raiders. I'm going to take Philadelphia in this one, man. I know I talked about how the Raiders won without their coach and all that good stuff right after they fired Gruden, but the Eagles have been sneaky competitive, and I think they're going to win this one, man. In Las Vegas, probably will be a lot of Eagles fans at this stadium and at this game, so I'm going to rock with the Eagles, man. I think they can get it done. Next game, Buccaneers, Bears. Antonio Brown has already been ruled out as I currently sit here Saturday morning. Uh, just right before 10 a.m., 9.38 a.m. Uh, but I'm going to rock with the Buccaneers to win this one. Next game, Cardinals-Texans. This is a revenge game for DeAndre Hopkins as well as J.J. Watt. I expect these guys to ball out, so I'm going to take Arizona. Take Arizona, who's been rolling. They're undefeated. They look to go 7-0. Next game, Colts-49ers. Been going back and forth with this one, man, but I think I'm going to take the Colts in this spot, man. I like the Colts. And the final game of this week is the Saints at Seattle Seahawks on Monday Night Football. Sean Payton, traditionally a really good coach after a bye week. I'm going to take the Saints to win this one. And there are six teams on byes. The Buffalo Bills, Dallas Cowboys, Minnesota Vikings, Pittsburgh Steelers, Los Angeles Chargers, and the Jacksonville Jaguars all have byes this week. So not that many games, but I gave you the really good or really bad on the picks. I already started all bad picking the Broncos to beat the Browns, the Browns B team at that. And let's talk some NBA. So NBA has started this week. The Lakers are already 0-2. And, you know, if somebody told me the Lakers would be 0-2 and the Wizards would be 2-0, I wouldn't be surprised. You know why? Because I put money on the Wizards to, uh, on their win total over 33 and a half. They won 34 games last year. Fired Scott Brooks. Traded Russell Westbrook, bought us some really, really quality players from my former, my, my team, Los Angeles Lakers. They brought in Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, and KCP. And those guys can thrive when they, they know their role. And that's why Kyle Kuzma is kind of thriving right now. Trez as well. And they also got Spencer Dinwiddie, which is a really good player. And they just got legit NBA players like Garrison Matthews. He started 20 games last year. Garrison Matthews, I think he's in the G League or... He's on the Celtics. Something. I know he's signed with the Celtics, but I don't know if he's in the G League or not. And that just goes to show you the quality of their team. It's a deep team. Uh, got, they've got a good amount of vets and young players. So I like the Wizards upside this year. I think they'll make the playoffs. But the Lakers are struggling. And I'm not surprised at all. I said it on this week's podcast with Jalen. I said, you know, 
I wouldn't be surprised if the first, you know, 10 to 20 games, they're really, really struggling. They're around 500 or they're slightly below 500. Would not be surprised just because you're integrating a new piece in Russell Westbrook. Um, you have to learn how to play with him. And not just they're integrating a new piece, but they're integrating a whole new team. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Taylor Horton Tucker are the only players who won last year's team. Taylor Horton Tucker is currently not playing. Yes, I know Dwight Howard and yes, I know Rajon Rondo won the championship team. They won the championship in the bubble, but they were not on the team last year. But even then, if you want to make that argument, okay, there's four players that have played together before who have been on the floor together. That's only four players out of a 15-man team and a 12-man active roster. And they're already dealing with injuries to Trevor Reza, Kendrick Nunn, and THT, as I just mentioned. So it's a pretty much new team. You got Malik Monk. You got Kent Bazemore. Got DeAndre Jordan, you got um, Avery Bradley's back. He kind of bailed on the Lakers during that um bubble year, but you know he spent some time. Um, they they're gonna figure it out. You gotta give them about thirty games before you really really say, all right, is this team gonna flip the switch or they're not. And if it's not working, you might see them make those trades that the Cavaliers made a couple of years ago at the trade deadline, where they cleared house, D Wade, go back to Miami, Derrick Rose, go to the Jazz, um. <laughs> they just did a lot of stuff that year. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, go to the Lakers. <laughs> like, Jay Crowder, get out of here. Like, it, it's going to be instant to see what happens. But, you know, you got to give them 30 games at least. It's a brand new team, damn near. And I'm not surprised, which is why I picked the Lakers to lose both of those games. Um, We had the Heat smack up the Bucks after the Bucks beat the Brooklyn Nets on ring night. Um, KD still KD. Um, I'm high on the Heat this year though. I played their win total. I'm very low on the Pelicans. I played their win total under 38 and a half games. I just need them to lose about 52 more games or something like that. I'm keeping count. I'm keeping tab. I'm keeping count. Um, Lonzo Ball had a triple double against his old team. I'm just really really happy the NBA is back, and Ben Simmons is not back with the Sixers. There's a lot of stuff going on. I'm just happy it's back. I'm really just happy that the association is back. And it's going to be a fun year. And it's going to be very, very exciting. I think the Lakers will get it together. They will find their way. But it's nothing too much to overreact. Shout out to the Warriors who are 2-0. I think they're going to be good this year. But yeah, if you missed the NBA season preview from the other day, make sure you go check it out. Also, subscribe to the Unpopular Podcast. My guy Jalen He's on all platforms, as he mentioned in the episode. And yeah, I'm about to get out of here, man. I got a couple of best bets to give you guys for this week. And that is it. So first best bet is going to be the Ravens minus six and a half. You go look at the last year's games where the Ravens played the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow did play in one of those games, but they only mustered up three points. Yes, I know they added Jamar Chase. Yes, I know the Ravens have a bunch of injuries, but this line makes a lot of sense. It's like if you if you're going to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to hop on the Bengals to catch the six and a half. It might be a little square because they've been winning, but I like the Ravens to win and, you know, win by seven. I don't think that's nothing too wild to ask for. Then they could definitely do that. So I like the Ravens minus six and a half. Another best bet I have is the Cardinals team total over 32 and a half. Uh, they've been scoring a lot, man. They've been scoring a lot this season. You know, you start with week one against Tennessee where they scored 38. You got week two where they scored 34 against the Vikings. Week three, they didn't score over that amount. They had 31. Week um, four, they scored 37 on the Rams defense. Week five, they 
kind of went back to reality, scoring 17. But that was a low-scoring game. And then last week, they scored 37. And that's all with Kyler Murray. Sh shoulder messed up and all, not really running around. So I like the team total over in this one. DeAndre Hopkins' revenge game. J.J. Watt revenge game. Could possibly see a defensive touchdown score for the Cardinals. So let's get it. And my final best bet is the Colts plus four. I like this one just because the number just seems like a flat number. I know the 49ers are definitely getting some love because they're at home. But I don't really know what to make of this 49ers team. They've even said that Brandon Ayuk hasn't made the jump they expect him to take. So I don't know what to really, I don't really know what to make of the 49ers. I really don't. I love and respect Kyle Shanahan, but I don't know. This should be a good game. Uh, the weather is supposed to be foggy, I believe. At least that's what it was the other day. But now it's just looking like rain. And yeah, I'm going to go with the Coach Plus 4. So those are my best bets. I've given these out on What's the Line podcast. Uh, make sure you guys go subscribe. And if you want to join our Discord channel, man, reach out to me. And we'll get you in there. And you can reach out to my guy, Marky P. And we'll get you in there, man. A lot of good stuff going on with Annie of Consulting. Got the Monday Morning Podcast, which I'm on. Got any of University with Mark, Paris, and Ron. Then the Tuesday podcast, of course. So make sure you guys go get tapped in with us on 9 and 6 on Best Bets on the year. But, you know, that's just Best Bets. I've been winning a lot more. But, yeah, that's it. want to thank everybody for listening. Thank everybody for continued love and support. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm out. Episode number 181 is done. Peace.